Hi, everybody. Welcome to Comic Book Queer's Legacy, episode 186, I believe. It's hard to tell because Evil Jeff and I are on the island of Krakoa. We are here at the Hellfire Gala. (laughs) This is crazy. Brad, I must say, you look amazing. I mean, even though Jumbo didn't do our tuxedos, we look great. We did ourselves, and you know what? We've got a thing on Jumbo or two. Yeah. Okay, no. So we have. It's just so amazing, but we did decide to just like. Go off the beaten path to yes, explore we have because gone we need off to see the beaten what's really path. going on. Yeah, we want the dirt on the real Krakoa, so we're sneaking around the jungle. Oh my god, it's just so weird. Going through the gate was like kind of orgasmic. Don't they didn't say they never mentioned that. Yeah, it was the first orgasm I've had in a while. You know what? I'm noticing that a lot of these plants and flowers are sprouting eyeballs. I oh. think we should go. Oh, yeah, let's go. Oh, excuse me. Oh, someone's walking by. Let's go by. back excuse to the park. Excuse, excuse me. me. Get, get, get out of the way. way. We have to get out of here. Get out of the way. Oh, my God, Jeff. You pushed her. Oh, my God. She fell really far. But oh, my God. I think she just be resurrected? Oh, my God. That's not a mutant. That's the Scarlet fucking Witch. Oh, fuck. We just killed the Scarlet Witch. Let's get the fuck oh, out of fuck. here. Fuck. Oh, my God. We got to get out of here. Ah! She, she doesn't look anything like Elizabeth Olsen. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 186 of Comic Book Queer's Legacy. I am Brett and joining me today for our Hellfire Gala wrap-up party, it's not a party, it's just a show, is Evil Jeff. Hi Evil. Hello. Hi. So we did play the clip of when you and I went to the gala and accidentally murdered the Scarlet Witch. Spoiler. Yeah, that was probably, uh, we probably shouldn't have done that. But you we know what? We need the viewers. That. We need the viewers. And that's more important than going to jail. <laughs> Which we likely will be doing. But before we talk about the Hellfire Gala, Evil, I think we need to switch up our usual programming and let's talk about some TV first. I agree. Let's talk about the insanity that is Loki. Hit it. Loki. Someone who watch superhero sci-fi stuff with me. All right. What episode was this? Four? This five? Was, listen. This was four. And the reason I'm saying listen is because I feel like I'm learning... That episode four on these Marvel Disney Plus shows, it's the game changer. Oh, I guess so, yeah. Right? Like, episode four of WandaVision was the what was happening, the interrupt this normal programming, what's happening outside of the hex, where you met Monica Rambeau and you saw S.H.I.E.L.D. and Darcy and all that, and you're like, oh my God, Falcon, I'm sure something happened, but this one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This one. To me, one of the greats. Before we get into the nitty-gritty of this episode, um, there is something interesting going on where I was reading up on some Easter eggs and spoilers. Did you know, like, did did you, you, are you pretty sure of, like, where you think the TVA is? Oh, where it is? Yeah. Like a pocket dimension? I don't know. Well, what did did Owen Wilson say about it? He said, time works differently here. Oh, quantum. 
Quantum. And Quantum. They, people are saying there's pictures of Michelle Pfeiffer in Ant-Man and the Wasp. And if you look in the background, you can kind of make out a skyline of a city, which they think is the t- which could be the TVA. Do you think Janet Van Dyne is behind the timekeepers? Well, uh, sorry. Spoiler, somebody's behind the timekeepers. But I do think the TVA is in the quantum realm. That's super interesting. I have been getting notes of Kang the Conqueror in this show. And and Kang is slated to be be the villain of Ant-Man 3. Exactly. And that's the thing is that they... Kang the Conqueror looks like one of the timekeepers, but, well, we'll get to that later. Are there even timekeepers? We don't know as of yet. The great and powerful timekeepers, and I'm using those adjectives deliberately. What's going on in Loki? First of all, if anyone's going to fall in love with themselves, of course it's going to be Loki. Now, This is an episode steeped in love. Now, do you... You were still saying you don't think that this is a female Loki. I feel it is a female Loki. Oh, it straight up is. They yes. proved it to us. Yes. Um, so he's falling in love with himself and he's kind of questioning this idea of like, oh, maybe I don't have to be the bad guy. Maybe I don't need to be. Right. Um, a few things yeah. there. One is, is it himself? I mean, what is self? If you have different life experiences, does that make you the same person? Would I don't you, know. Would you have sex with another version of yourself? Absolutely. Look at me. <laughs> what if it was the female version of yourself? Absolutely not. <laughs> Ew. I would just ask to touch my boobs. I've heard some people... <laughs> boobs i've heard some people say ew that's him how can he love himself and i'm like well the- you, you masturbate all the time give me a break i'm right i know it's just and, masturbation. I mean, it's, it's a female different life experiences so I, I don't know how how self is she but also the whole notion you brought up my friend about loki deciding he can be good in the opening scene we see a young sylvie who has long dark hair just like a Loki is growing up in the castle of Asgard just like a Loki she's playing with action figures we even see an action figure of Fenris Hela's wolf from Thor Ragnarok she's playing with action figures and that's when the TVA comes in and takes her away later in the episode she'll ask um, the, uh, the TVA boss I forget her name what was my nexus event? What caused you to come get me and ruin my life? Could it be that it was the moment Loki, female Loki, realized she could be a hero when she's playing with action figures? Hmm. And, and the voice she's using, she's playing the hero. You know, she's playing with these dolls, these action figures, and she's not like, you'll never catch me. You know, she's yeah. being very heroic in that fantasy. So I wonder, is her nexus event a Loki realizing they could inherently be a hero. Fascinating. It's some fascinating And of stuff. course, who's the person that kind of takes Sylvie in is what's your nuts? The judge. Yeah. That's who I was trying what's, to what's her name? remember the name. I can't remember her name. 
um, Fast Color. But it's the woman from Fast Color, yeah. (laughs) So now we're kind of starting to realize that she might not be all um, roses and puppy dogs. She has kind of like a shady backstory. She's lying. Does did, did she know the timekeepers weren't real? Were they fooling her too? I it, that seems unlikely. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with her. Um, but anyway, uh, as we could see, they were they were in this doomed planet, and of course, they were able to save them at the very last second, and they made them and they took them in as prisoners. The TV because they detected a nexus event, which you're not supposed to do. If somebody's hiding in an apocalypse, yes. there's no variant energy that's going to be possible because ultimately it's all going to end. However, what Sylvie and Loki did was so powerful in terms of being a Nexus event that it created one even in the middle of one of the universe's greatest apocalypses. I know. You know so what I was think, it? I think I have a great love story, but my love didn't create a Nexus event. I think it's their love. Oh, my God. I think it it's is their love. in love. It is, because it happened when she touched his leg. Yeah. Yep. And the Nexus event looks like the time stream getting a boner, if you look at the yeah. if you look at the, the diagram. And what a boner. That Nexus event was going straight up. So love, the most powerful force in the Marvel Universe. Yay! Actually, in the MCU, friendship is the most powerful force. But... It's love, which I love because I really wanted a good payoff to what I thought was a subpar episode yeah. three. And this was this You were right, my friend. You, you said it was establishing trust mm-hmm. between them. Well, it was establishing so much more. Yeah. And I think because uh, then then the next big thing happening is uh, oh he uh, Loki decides to reveal to Owen Wilson that they're all humans, that they're part of the they're all variants they're all variants and of course Owen all Wilson the tva is like, i don't believe you but little inklings start uh, making him realize that maybe he's telling the truth and he and and at the same time uh what's her name i forget the number she is the girl from lovecraft country yeah i, I want to say she, c20 um, b15 b15 Ruby, yeah, yeah, from Lovecraft. She's also because she got um, enchanted. She's also kind of having some memories, original memories, come back, and so she's kind of like, "All right, take me, take me to, like, show me, show me what's going on." Like she goes to show me my life. Yeah, and basically, as soon as she sees her life, she's immediately like, "Okay, I'm on your side now." I thought that was such a powerful choice to leave us in mystery and just to hold the camera on B-15's reactions yeah, and not show us what she was seeing, show us the life she was seeing. What I was reminded of in that scene where it's pouring rain outside of the Rocks Cart store and she sees her life and she starts crying in the rain, I was immediately reminded of Blade Runner. Oh. Of the tears in the rain scene, interesting. The tears in the rain monologue, Rutger Hauer's yeah. dying monologue. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that was cool. Where's Daryl Hannah? Anyway, up in a tree. <laughs> um. Uh. So so she's on Sylvie's side. Owen Wilson switches fast color judge 
switches their little, uh, I don't even know, their little... Tech pads. Tech pads. Looks, and she keeps saying that the woman that was, the the soldier that was kidnapped basically just went insane and, like, that's the end of it. And it's like, nope, didn't go insane. She just remembers everything. And she kept saying, it's real, it's real. And he's like, what's real? Turns out her life on Earth was real. And not only does Owen Wilson see that, he sees that the judge is there and is the one covering it all up. So he goes to get Loki and he's like, come on, let's be good guys. Let's be heroes. But they don't even get three seconds of that. Immediately. She prunes him. Immediately. She fucking prunes him. She prunes him. I freaked out. I was like, no, 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 no. He can't die. What? What? He can't die without us seeing him on a jet ski. What is that? (laughs) Come on. Fucking prunes him. And then just takes uh, Sylvia and Loki to the timekeepers. But luckily, Ruby's there. Ruby shows up, throws in the Does she die? Weapons. I didn't really see her die. She gets, like, knocked out. Okay, that's what I thought, too. Yeah, she gets knocked out, but she throws Sylvie her sword. Um, Loki and Sylvie are able to take down the guards, including Fast Color Judge. She gets knocked out. Sylvie throws the dagger, the sword, at the central timekeeper of the three, and that bitch is a robot. Fucking robot heads. Androids. Fucking Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. What are they, in a murder world? Right? What are they, in Oz? The Emerald City? Kind of. It was very green. So they're basically like, what the fuck was all this for? Who's really Who's really the main player? What's going on? But Loki's like, I, no, 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 no. We need to talk about something else. I need to talk about... My undying love for you. But he doesn't get to say that because he fucking gets pruned. Bitch prunes him. Oh, Jesus Christ. I was like screaming. Oh, my God. (laughs) I need to watch some reaction videos of that happening to him because I'm sure people are like, what the fuck? Oh, we I you know, I watch with friends on Zoom and we screamed and my one friend was like, remember when Sylvie said it's not about you? Do you think the show is going to be about Sylvie and not Tom Hiddleston? And I was like, yeah, because Tom Hiddleston just died. He's gone. Or is he? Or is he? We finally get on episode four a post credit scene. Yes, we get a stinger. And what a stinger. Yeah. Because part of me has been like, Where's Richard E. Grant? Where is Richard E. Grant? And in the beginning, I was like, oh, that other Loki, that's the kid Loki. That's the kid Loki. I want to see the kid Loki. Nope, it's the lady Loki. Well. Well. Loki wakes up after being pruned. And what's the line he says? Does he say, like, am I dead? He's like, am I dead? And then you hear a voice off camera say... No, but you have to come with us if you want to live. Which Sarah you know, Connor. We love that line. Sarah Connor. Anytime that line is said, we're like, yay. And then we cut to who said it? Old Loki. It's like cla- in fact in the credits, classic Loki. It is an old Loki wearing the costume from like Avengers number one. Yeah. And we 1963. Got, Not the movie, you goddamn casuals, the comic book. And we got boy Loki. We have kid Loki. And then we have like a black Thor. 
We have, he's in the credits, he is listed as Boastful Loki. Boastful Loki? So he's a Loki. Loki. Boastful Loki. They're listed as Boastful Loki, Kid Loki, and Classic Loki. But there's a fourth Loki who did not get a credit, who I want to know about the most. Which one? Alligator. I'm sorry. Crocodile Loki. Oh, Crocodile. (laughs) Wait a minute. But that's the thing. I thought it was a Thor. I didn't think it was a Loki because he's holding a hammer. Right. No, it's a Loki. Oh, that's Listed as a Loki. Yeah. But Kid Loki is holding Crocodile. I still am confused of like how the Lokis can be different genders, different races. How does all that work? How does that, I guess it's like if they're all the same Loki, I just am confused of how that. Yeah, it's comic booking. It's comic I guess booking. I'll just go with it. <laughs> just go with it. It's comic booking. I mean, you know, you've seen alternate reality versions of people. Like, they just keep but it, getting but it's still more, just weirder the timeline. and more different. But that's the thing is, like, I feel like the Nexus event would have had to have gone a long time before they were like, oh, yeah, this Loki shouldn't have been a girl for eight years. Let's rewind it back and now make it a boy again. You know what I mean? I'm yeah, just, but I don't think that's, I don't think that's the variation. Like... I think the body kind of doesn't matter. Like this soul, this spirit that is Loki. Loki can be any can be form because he's the god born in any shit. body. He can it's just be like anything. it's not. Yeah, it's not female that caused Sylvie's nexus event. It's per my theory heroism. Yeah. So a different demographic, a different body is not. No, going that makes to, sense. I guess I just need to make yeah. it make sense in my head. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Sure. Sure. So it's. it's I'm just so excited. I'm so excited, and I can't wait for Richard E. Grant to play this old, bitchy <laughs> Loki. I'm so happy. Yeah, it's going to be so good. Yeah, it's good. And, like, just, you know, especially juxtaposed with episode three, I was like, yes, thank you. Here it is. I'm so sorry to lose faith in you, Marvel. Thank you. What comes after this? What if? What if is in August. Yep, and I know Hawkeye... Hawkeye's after that then, right? Is after that, yeah. All right. Yeah. And next week, and I, know what we're talking about. Oh, baby. Some Black... Black Widow. Black Widow, baby. I can't wait. I saw um, on the MarySue.com, they were giving it rave reviews. Okay. I can't All good wait. stuff. All right, we've gotten TV done. Now, let's get to our post-party special. Hit it. I want your ass. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, my God. What a party. I'm still hungover. Yeah, it's the Hellfire Gala is over. There's been trials and tribulations. There's been death. There's been new friendships forged, new enemies made. And there's a new queen of the solar system. My goodness. A lot's All been in one on. night. What All a party. All in one night. <laughs> and we were there. And a whole planet created. <laughs> and a whole planet created, colonized. We were there. So, Evil Jeff, overall, what did you think of the gala? I mean, you've been to a lot of parties. You're part of the L.A. scene. In terms of how these things typically go, what did you think? I'm going to tell you this. Just the amount of... I'm in L.A., so I see celebrities all the time. So just seeing celebrities isn't that big of a deal. But it did feel like if the Oscars was done glamping. That's how it felt to me. 
Yeah, like I see that. The green carpet. The what? Uh, pro, famous people everywhere. The drinks got you shit-faced. Shit-faced. Con, it did smell a little bit like fertilizer the whole time. Yeah, and it was sticky. Yeah. The yeah, stickiest party I've been to. was a little sticky. I will say, going back to the celebrity thing, when I saw Scott Adsit, when I saw Patton Oswalt, when I saw Jonathan Van Ness, I was like, oh my God, it's the A-list. Yeah. And us. <laughs> and us. My goodness. Um, who was your top fashionista? Who do you think wore what they wore the best of the entire evening it need not only be one i mean i mean hands down emma frost like stole the entire show all three looks my goodness and then after that honestly colossus colossus was so incredibly sexy and hot incredibly sexy do you know at one point he picked me up by my throat uh told me to open my mouth spit in my mouth spit uh, or like vodka like spit, like with spit. Oh, okay. And um, he said, Das Vidanya. And I, I, like, I've never stopped thinking about it. Best part is he wasn't even in steel form. I, I will tell you, I did have a tryst with somebody. Oh, we're going to get to that. Let's get okay. to it now. Okay. Who did you have sex with? All right. Here's the deal. Um, I kept on going back to the bar and eventually I got banned from... Uh, the bar because I was like I apparently like they, I was just eating too many hors d'oeuvres and uh, so I had to like wave down one of the Madrox waiters and um, basically I was like who do you have to blow to get a drink around here and he's like you can blow me oh. and, I, yep. and he took me in the back and apparently it was one of the, the you know how each dupe is different this is like a full on gay dupe Yes, you found the gay dude. No, but this is the most crazy thing. We, I started blowing him, but then I started, he started fucking me. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, how? What do you mean how? He put his wiener in my butt. If you were blowing him, how did he do that? Well, I mean, then I stopped blowing him and pulled my pants Oh, it's sequential. Yes, not at the same time. Um, Then, here's the crazy thing, though. The real Madrox was looking for him, found him, absorbed him. (gasps) So while I was being penetrated, he absorbed him. It was the most amazing sex I've ever had. I mean, it was traumatizing and exhilarating and orgasmic all at the same time. Oh my God, I'm absorbed in this story. Yeah. Do you know what it's... I mean, there's one thing where someone pulls out, but it's another thing where they're just absorbed out of you. <laughs> yes. Anyway. I, I can't even imagine. Anyway, what about you? Um, Who did you hook up with besides getting spit on by Colossus? Oh, I had sex with Fred Dukes, the blob. What? I did. I didn't know and you were was, into bears. Yeah, I am. I'm way into bears. I'm way into muscle bears, um, especially with the handlebar mustache. Is he a muscle bear, though? He is. No, he is. He's like he's like the kingpin. Like you think he's fat, but he's like mostly muscle. But you can't move him. So does you just have to ride him? Uh, that's not what he told me. He said nothing moves the blob except you, Brett. You've moved my heart. Oh. 
right? That's so So cute. we're seeing each other again on Saturday. Oh, wow. Did he give you like a gift or something? He did. He did. Um, I also had a 12-way with, let me, th- let me think on this. It was Forearm, Gambit, Sunspot, um, Shatterstar, Sans Richter. Um, it was Tempo was there, Banshee. Um, we had Roberto DaCosta. We had Cannonball. We had Paige Guthrie. Um, she left. Um, it was a hootenanny. There's like three others. Um, the only other weird thing I did is Mr. Sinister asked if he could take a DNA swab of me, but he yeah. did it with his tongue oh. <laughs> and in okay. my butt. <laughs> okay. I think he just um, rimmed me. I don't. I don't. Yeah, remember him. I think that sounds I like a rimming. I don't think a, you can take DNA. I don't remember seeing a petri dish anywhere that he like spit it yeah. afterwards. But who knows? So, there could be a clone of me somewhere soon. That would be amazing. Um, and then we can have a third host. <laughs> He'd be good, robot Jeff, clone Jeff. Yeah, I went up to Sinister and I was like, "Would you like to take a DNA sample of me?" And he said, "No." <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> he, said, he said, no, thank you. I'm good. Um, but what else has happened at the Hellfire Gala? Oh, well, uh, I don't know. The mutants colonized Mars. What did you think of that? Um, their fireworks special, having that in my head, watching them. It was definitely, it was a little like, all right, we get it. You guys are way better than us. Like stop rubbing. I know it. it was like a little like rubby facing, like a little a little gild- bit gilding the lily. Yeah, and also like Iceman really was to me like the the pinnacle of the fireworks show. Yeah, and I'm standing next to Jubilee, and I turn to her, and I'm like, "Wow, Iceman really is providing the fireworks, my God!" And she said, "The fuck he is!" And she did her own private fireworks show for me. But they probably still weren't but, as good, and you had to pretend. No, I they fell were. asleep. I fell asleep. I felt so bad. I fell yeah, asleep. Yeah, fucking jubilee. All right, here's the question: th- Who yeah. tried to talk to you, but they were so annoying you had to like just get away from them? Um, surprisingly, it was Sebastian Shaw. <gasps> oh no! Oh my God! Money, 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 money! I'm like, I don't. I'm not materialistic. I'm not a capitalist. Yeah. I will tell you, you this. Uh, well, I mine was two. One, I accidentally told Fabian Cortez I liked his ponytail. And then he literally spilled all of the secrets of Krakoa and just talking about how <gasps> bitter he was. And it was just getting to the point where I'm like, okay, okay, I got it. Okay, bye. I couldn't oh have God. enough of it. And then I did get cornered by Nightcraw- a drunk Nightcrawler. Ooh, I avoided that. Like the plague. Although you can't really say that anymore. Although I do think he thought I was um, Banshee because I'm a ginger. Because he kept um, oh. he kept telling me to scream at him. I don't know. Literally, everybody kept asking me, so how do you know Banshee? And I'm like, that's not Banshee. I mean, granted, I, I shouldn't have worn the cot. shouldn't have worn the cot. That my tux did have, when I raised my arms, it had the yellow and black kind of stripey thing. So it was confusing. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Whatever. So this is weird. We never got a chance to talk about this. Um, did you hear about what happened to Prodigy? Yes. Prodigy was raped and murdered. <laughs> 
I heard it, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to touch that with a 10-foot pole. Yeah. It sounded it sounded problematic. I mean, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. Where it's like, oh, it's kinda crazy. there's a predator preying on queer black youth. I'm going to let him rape and murder me, and then I'll so- and then when I'm resurrected, I'll solve the mystery. Right. And then but then I won't have agency and my teammates will want anyway. Um, I'm like, was it Ed Buck that <laughs> that Democratic donor, that high high end Democratic donor that like actually did that in real life and he's Yeah who, in a cell well, awaiting he, sentencing now? Well he just would he just would inject um meth with 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 hookers and then they kept dying. We probably could have gone in a different direction. It was kind of a buzzkill on the whole party, I would say. Yeah, and that was weird. And then that um, was weird. Also, did you ever hear about how Aurora, Aurora and Dakin are also like just murdering people together? Yeah, like really, they're like a little bit of like a natural born killers, Mickey and Mallory thing going on. Yeah. It was really off putting. Yeah, it was weird too. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. No one I did um, like, That's it. Nobody deserves death threats. iBoy has found a way to have um, offensive powers. Yeah, using his hands, which makes sense. Hands over his eye. What, what did he his like? His hands over his eyes. He put his hands over his eyes and, and basically shot laser yeah. beams out. Yeah, totally expected that to happen. Saw that coming a mile away, much like iBoy. Oh, and then... But then there was also... Um, there were people, there was, oh, and that the new X-Men were formed. <gasps> that was fun. Yeah. I'm so all got, about that team. We have a new X-Men team coming. Um, we also, oh, there is one other person I tried to sleep with. I tried to sleep Who? with North Star's husband to break them up. Oh, did it work? No, because I, I mean, look at North Star. I'm just, I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't attracted to, what to like getting, right. sway him. Um, but he did it for a funny story to yeah, tell Yeah, but there was, uh, there was new lives, and there was some new deaths. Uh, know who's alive again? Cable. Who? Cable. Old Cable. Yeah. Resurrected with the legacy virus. Which he said out loud and addressed it in the comic book. Which is... Which, which we like. Which I'm kind of like, that is, that is there is my explanation of karma's leg. Thank you. Thank I was you. like, that is going to be my explanation of Carver's leg. Yeah, like, yeah, we're just going yeah, to give it to exact. you. Yeah, <laughs> exact. Yep. But I Cable like is back. It. Cable is back. I don't know what Kid Cable is going to do with the rest of his life. Well, I think Maybe Kid just, like, Cable go is going to go back. To, I think he's going to go back into the future. But I, but that's the thing. The way, the thing that's interesting is um, Cable, old Cable came back and he's like, oh, we're, at, we're in Krakoa. Cable's known about Krakoa. The whole fucking time. The whole goddamn time. The whole goddamn time. So I think Cable. He never said anything. I think, and I do, and that's why I think old Cable, when he was like, "I'm here to kill you," old Cable's like, "All right," because he knew he was coming back to life. He didn't give a shit. Yeah. And so I it's also all part of it. And so I think. Um, I also think Cable is going to tell young Cable, like, this is where you go next. You're going to go at this place in the future and do this and this and this. Yeah. Yeah. Cable, always one step ahead. So he's got a new book coming out called Cable Reloaded. 
starring old cable. Great. It feels like it feels like these mutants um they are coming out with like these short spurt titles moving forward like The Trial of Magneto, Cable Reloaded, Way of X is going to give way to Onslaught Revelation. Like these these spurts. But some I mean well that's the thing of but is Excalibur being canceled? No, it's, I think it's going to keep going. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious if, like, then, so if there's X-Men, Excalibur, what are the X-Force I don't think is being canceled? I'm just trying to think. Wolverine is still around. I'm trying to think of, like, what are going to be, like, the base ones that are always there. Right. But, like, doesn't it feel like Hellions would be up for, like, ends with issue 12, and then we're going to do the Nanny Saga? You know what I mean? I mean, I, I would love if Hellions just kept on fucking going. I'd be curious of what the sales is. One day we should look at what the sales are. Yeah, we should see what the sales are. Yeah, yeah. Um, But there's also some deaths that happened. Yes, there are. Oh, my God. Uh, Well, we killed Wanda. (laughs) We killed Wanda Maximoff. And I do think the thing is I I snuck in and watched the aftermath. It was also... This last X-Factor... This (laughs) X-Factor ended on so many bummers. It was so speed, yeah. It was like Twin Peaks. Speed coming in and being like, "Oh Mom. my god, Mom!" <laughs> so Speed found his, and that was our fault. Our bad. We did not know that when you pushed her off that cliff, that she would land right at Speed's feet. <laughs> so that was horrible. And Scout, Honey Badger, Honey Badger, where Evil Jeff do you stand on the Great Honey Badger? debate she's a clone of a clone arguably does she deserve to come back and if so why doesn't madeline Pryor? here is my thing i feel once a clone has lived enough of a life apart from like these clones do not share memories of the other clone they have completely madeline Pryor. And Scout, they have their complete own lives. And that means I feel they have their complete own souls. Right. And, And here's the other thing is, and I think it comes down to, are there backups of them? I think if there is a backup which I believe there are, then they should be resurrected. And I do think if you are going to resurrect Honey Badger, you have to resurrect Madeline Pryor. You can't use that she's evil as an excuse when you fucking have Sinister and Farouk and all these other people that are, you know, allowed to be alive. Jean's like, yeah, but she's like super evil. I do think it ends up being Jean being like, that fucking cunt is not showing up here with my fucking face. I would love it if Jean was like, oh, fine, resurrect the bitch. Fine. This is what I would do. This is what I would do. Jean would resurrect her, but as soon as she came out of the egg, Mask would show up and fuck her face up. Just not to make her ugly or anything, <laughs> but just to make her look not yeah, like her. like less like Jean. Like Jean before her nose job. Exactly. And yeah. she's going to sit there and hand Madeline Pryor some Clairol. She's like, if you're going to be fucking alive, you're going to be a fucking brunette bitch. I'm right. red. <laughs> I own red. I think so where I stand in the debate is just as just as a counterpoint clones are garbage and they shouldn't be resurrected. <laughs> no that's terrible. We love Honey Badger. I think that 
if you want to bring back a clone, you have to mix them up with another clone. So but Honey Badger can come point, back, but she has to be half Madeline Pryor. I would say, but by the same point, technically, Lara's a clone, too. Right. And they resurrected her. she's on her. the X-Men. Like, and she, they resurrected right? her. Correct. Bring back Madeline Pryor. Bring back my girls. I will say this. Bring back my girls. It does seem very obvious that, um, I mean, I'll be surprised if this isn't what's going to happen. It seems very obvious that this is all, and you've said this before, it's all going to end with them realizing there's a backup of Wanda and she's been a mutant the whole time. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Because in it, I feel like it wasn't ever that she wasn't a mutant. It was more that she just wasn't Magneto's daughter. Right? No, it was that she wasn't a mutant. But what was her basis of saying that she wasn't a mutant? Uh, well, the higher evolutionary. So she did that spell. Oh, was that was sp- like, oh, did that spell affect all mutants? No, she did the spell that was like affect my family. Oh yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's so it's never it was never about it was all based on her lineage to Magneto, but you can still be a mutant just cuz you're not related no, to No, the high evolution the high evolutionary said you're not a mutant. Oh, that guy's a liar. And that guy is going to be in Jerry Duggan's X-Men. So the writing is on the wall Oh, please. Oh, come on. He's going to come up being He's like, going to be like, oh, she, I was but, just but kidding. She's not, like Pietro is going to come in and be like, but we're not mutants. I lied. Why? I lied. I don't know. Because that other writer was stupid. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like lying. Uh, was that I Rem- mean, it was all. Wait, was it Remender who did that? Oh, I don't think so. I don't think that happened. It, was it in? Because it was an uncanny. Uh, yeah, it might have been. It was an uncanny. Avengers. Uh, Avengers. The other thing is, regardless of the writer, it was definitely. Didn't it feel like it was because of the cinematic universe? And because you, they there was no Fox deal in sight. As there was no Fox deal in sight, so it looked like the MCU was never going to have mutants. Yeah, yeah. And then the Fox deal happened because that was also the same time they were really pushing those Inhumans. Ugh. But it's clear where this is going. Wanda and Pietro in the MCU survived the Mind Stone trials because they're mutants. Agatha Harkness is able to absorb energies because she's a mutant. Yeah. And I think the first mutant we're going to see in the MCU is going to be Magneto. Dalta, meet my friend, my old friend, Charles. But he is he going to show up as but I mean, I do you think they're going to have Magneto be um related to Wanda in, in the MCU? Oh, I don't. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Cuz they already established the parents. True. They could have things being like, like, oh, these weren't your real parents. This is your real dad. Yeah. Yeah. Someone, it was funny where people are pushing for um, a black man to play Magneto. And I don't want to erase erase the Jewish. That was the thing is I'm all for those things, except he's Jewish and was like a Holocaust survivor. So that I feel like you that might be a trickier uh, feat to pull. I say make Xavier black. Oh, yeah, because let's be honest, black men look way better bald than white men do. Absolutely. Let's make Xavier black and let's make um, him John Carlo Esposito. 
Is he the one from Breaking Bad? Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. An Afro-Latino Xavier. I love it. Be amazing. Well. Um, so did you happen, back to the Hellfire Gala. Okay. Did you happen to take home any souvenirs? <laughs> All right. I, okay. You can't tell anyone. I mean, besides the whole Wanda thing, which we did display. Mm-hmm. But I did. We did. I did take something. I, um, as we were sneaking around, I also found this logic diamond and go now i don't need hard drives anymore like literally this is enough to like save all of my porn for the next hundred years wow a logic diamond can i tell you a secret yeah what you didn't knock over wanda what i pushed her and i made you think it was you why would you do that brett to distract people why do you care if brett what's going on with your face Brett? Oh, my name's not Brett. Brett, what are you doing? <laughs> oh my god! And I want that logic diamond. Ouch. Give it back to me. Ouch. I need it to bring my wife back. Mystique? That's right. You've and been... I notice you're edging closer to that cliff, evil Jeff. I'll show you evil Jeff. No, get away from me. Why? This is what I was wondering why you wanted to record by a cliff. No, get away from me. Ah. Push. Thank you so much for listening to episode 186 of Comic Book Queers Legacy. And remember, friends, if you read comics, well, that makes you a lesbian. I want my wife back. 